So the question of what is a brand, I, I think I've spent the last at least two years kind of pouring over this question. And, um, you know, I, I've wanted to make this video just to kind of talk about a few of the things that I've learned about what a brand is, what it's not. And uh, to do that, I'm going to use, I'll use a couple of little experts from The Brand Gap by Marty Neumeyer, who's um, been in the brand space for a very long time and well-respected brand strategist. So for anyone that knows me or has uh, heard my story before, but um, so I used to be a Facebook advertiser. I still do a good amount of Facebook ad strategy, but I don't do as much Facebook ad execution anymore. Um, I spent most of my career doing that and then over the like over five or six years and then um you know over the last few I've been doing a lot more brand building which has been very fulfilling and awesome and one of the main reasons was because I felt like a lot of the time as a Facebook advertiser I was being given content and material to run um that really only w was as strong as the creative that was given to me as i just said so you're running facebook ads only as strong as the creative and then the creative was really only as strong as the understanding of the client's brand and i worked a lot in the e-commerce space and things like that so brand between 2016 and 2000 and i would say in 2016 it didn't matter as much you could put up basically anything and like any products and have any kind of store and it wouldn't really matter how you were branding it, how your design was, what you were saying. Um, and that still works on many levels. Of course, people still have success in that. But I think more and more often people, those stores don't do as well anymore. And that's because this concept of brand isn't being taken into consideration. So what is it really? right? When we talk about a brand or branding or any of those, I, I know that there's definitely a distinction between branding and marketing, um, which could be a whole other video. Um, but for the purposes of this, you know, marketing is how your brand communicates out to the world. It's more short term. Branding is definitely more long term. Marketing is more tactical more campaign driven um, and branding is something else or brand in and of itself is something else. So I'm going to dive into a little bit of that in this video. Um, so for starters though, I remember one of the first, I mean, obviously I grew up with a lot of brands just around me, Coca-Cola, Nike, um, you know, you just understand what they are. You're just like, this is something I want to buy, or this is something I don't want to buy. You're not necessarily sure why. I didn't mean to rhyme it, but you know, you're not really sure why you want to buy some things and not other things. At least that was my experience as a kid. Um, I knew for sure that I wanted some stuff because other people had it, or I saw an awesome TV commercial, or um, I you know, I just, you just know, you just have this feeling, you're like, I want this thing, or I don't want this thing. 
And that's kind of really, I guess, where the question of what a brand is starts. Um, I remember when I was in maybe, uh, I'm not sure exactly how old I was. I was probably pretty young, but I remember seeing people walk around and, and I had just kind of noticed it. They were in this sweater um, or I'd see it on TV, but like mainly I'd see it on a sweater and it just was this image of Helvetica text and these like three kind of white rainbow signs. And it just said the North face saw it on a hat, saw it on a t-shirt. And I, and I remember thinking like, what is that? Like at this point I had basically no idea about any of this stuff. I wasn't even an entrepreneur. I wasn't even in business, but I was just like, what is that? Like, is it a club? Is it a event? Is it a, like, honestly, honestly, I wasn't even sure. I mean, I, I realized obviously over time and as North Face became more popular that, okay, cool. That's the brand name, you know, and they put it on their stuff. But why, why is having a logo on your stuff? Why does it mean anything to us as people? Why do we either gravitate towards it or not? As we, as I just said before, um, and, and how does that meaning translate? And why is that meaning so related to value and how much money a company can make and how much product a company sells and how in demand their products are and how much they can price them? You know, all these things are interconnected. So I'm going to um, just bring up a little bit of this book to kind of bring these points home. So uh, the first thing that he says in this book is actually kind of just about what I've been talking about, about what even is a brand. So um, he first says, he's got this great little pic of Nike. So he says, first he wants to start it with what a brand isn't, which is a great place to start and where I had to start inevitably to get where I am today. So first of all, he says, a brand is not a logo. And then talks about how the term logo came from uh, a short form for logotype. And he says it's designed to speak for trademark. So almost all companies have a logo. That doesn't mean you're a brand though. A logo you could say is kind of like someone's face, I guess. Like if a brand were a person, it'd be like their face. Or um, yeah, kind of like their eyes and stuff like that. Like it's, it's, it's a... A representation, but it's not who you are, um, you know, it, or AKA what it is. Um, in the same way that an icon on your computer, you know, um, Chrome or Slack or whatever it is, they have their logo, but that's not what it is. It's not like Chrome isn't the little blue circle with the, I'm looking at it, with the, red yellow and green around it right like in fact it's actually much more complex than that it's code it's uh and it doesn't even live on your computer really some of it does but some of it lives on online and it's all data and software information right so um and even if you dragged that into the trash it wouldn't delete it you know it'd be gone from your computer but like it would still exist somewhere else so it's important to remember so that like so yeah it's it's not a logo and a lot of companies especially stores in the e-com space they're like the logo is 
is the brand. It's everything. And like, we just got to nail this logo. And it's the first thing that they even want to do before they get into other nitty gritty. But the problem with that is that if you don't really know what your brand is, your logo is never going to help. It's going to actually probably make it worse. You're going to just have to redo it. And brands redo their logos all the time. But just that's where, so to say first brand is not a logo, but it needs a logo in the same way that you need a face. Um, <laughs> I guess you don't need one, but second, um, he says, Marty Newmar says, a brand is not a corporate identity system and talks a little bit about that. So that's another thing that sometimes at least the big companies think of themselves, right? Is that like our brand is this combination of our systems or our people or it's our back end or it's our front end or it's our website or it's our supply chain management or whatever the case whatever the case may be, right? So very specific that is brand is not that. And he also says finally and and, and this is one of my favorite ones, a brand is not a product. Turn my computer back on. He says, finally, um, a brand is not a product. So I think this is probably one of the most important ones. And when I work with people, they're so into their products, which I get because you're like, these products, this is what people are buying. This is this is the most important thing. This is what our brand is. It's these products. But actually, Marty says, no, it is not the products. The brand itself which is why you could sell your brand minus products and people still get something. There's still something tangible about selling a brand name or a concept and all the assets that come with that. If you look up brand valuation, I, I think right now you know Coca-Cola's brand value might be sitting at 75% of its value. Um, so then he says, so let's get into what a brand is, at least from his perspective. Um, and I tend to agree with this when you think about it. So he says, a brand is a person's gut feeling about a product, service, or company. It's a gut feeling because we're all emotional, intuitive beings, despite our best efforts to be rational. So then I'll read this part too before I get into it. So each person creates his or her own version of it. While companies can't control this process, they can influence it by communicating the qualities that make this product different than that product. So when enough individuals arrive at the same gut feeling, a company can be said to have a brand. In other words, a brand is not what you say it is, it's what they say it is. Now, I think that you have to ultimately start with what you say it is, because that's usually where it starts. And then it's what they say it is. But the main purpose in this, in what he's saying here is, when we talk about gut feeling, that comes from the logo, it comes from the products, it comes from the copy, it comes from the typeface, it comes from the colors, it comes from the experience, it comes from all of it, the people that work there. Now, obviously, in the e-com age, there's less people that work, that you front face with. So almost your website has to do basically all of that heavy lifting, which is why it's like there's so many sites with bad conversion rates and that don't do that well because it's it's not just so easy to snap your fingers and have it do that. It's it's an iterative, ongoing process. But, um, but 
it's but what's most important here is that you need to understand the gut feeling. Basically, you need to reverse engineer sort of what feeling you want to happen with customers. And you can have a number of feelings, but you have to unpack all of that, especially if you want a brand and or to have a store that's doing ongoing, you know, $100,000 months more and can outlive you. I mean, I speak to a lot of brand founders. Some of them think very short term, you know, or drop shippers or whatever. They just want the quick buck or they're like, you know, I'm going to build this up to X amount of sales, which could happen pretty pretty quickly, like sometimes within a year. But ongoing, you have to keep that brand alive. And if you do that, it is likely to be the most valuable thing, the most valuable asset that you own because of how influential and powerful brand is. And again, tying it back to the gut feeling thing, the reason it's so powerful is because it's actually because it's not the product, the logo, or any of those things. It's intangibles. It's intangible emotion. It's intangible story. And if you think about story and what we where we place emotion and value, we put a ton of value on storytelling. Like, I mean, like I'm a filmmaker too, so and and I'm just even watching the Oscar movies recently, like we spend millions, millions and millions, sometimes on a single film, you know, $500 million just to tell a story, literally just to pay people to act out a story in a dramatic, in some way that is interesting to watch. And we love, we love that industry. We love the actors. We love the whole industry is given praise on a regular basis and that's because we love stories and we love storytelling and we love emotional um we love being brought in emotionally because it reminds us of us it reminds us of our humanity and it's like deep in the recesses of our brains this connection and in my opinion based off of also what marty said i think that brands are in fact those stories just said in a different way products become a part of what they represent but you're ultimately selling a story to a certain person and that's what creates your brand value so to to go into this even a little bit further about how to even make a story for or understand what story you're telling you have to understand a few key things about your customer you have to understand, one, what story they want to live in. Like, where do they want to go? I mean, a story isn't fun unless there's – it. something happens, right? Um, you know, so, like, if guy meets girl and they get married, it's like that's not really a – it's a story, but it's more like a narrative. It's like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, that happened. But – to have a really compelling story, there has to be some kind of stakes. So like guy meets girl, they're going to get married, but then he gets lost in the desert and no one can find him and mayhem ensues. That's the hangover. Um, but, you know, so so 
stories that really work and are very compelling and that film was very successful is because there's things that happen. And so the first thing as a store owner or brand owner or whatever it is, like however you identify yourself, is to understand what stakes are going on in your customers' lives. And you don't need to like show it and say it in all these words. But your product has to come in as the solution to the stakes. So I'll give you an example of Coca-Cola. Um, I think, you know, on their website about us, they say, I think it's like a hundred and something years of infusing happiness or like, that's how they think about themselves. They're all about the happiness, even their sound, like their brand audible. They, 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 that like, like that whole thing of opening it up and the bubbles and it's, it's, it's specifically made to be transformationally happy. Um, all of their commercials relate to happiness. Everyone's always smiling families together around the dinner table you know santa claus like it's a very happy driven that's the story they're telling but by default when you're telling any story there's stakes and the reason that there's stakes built into happiness is because we all as human beings understand the stakes of not being happy we understand how deeply we desire happiness and the psychological stories we tell ourselves about why it's not possible for us or like when am I going to be happy or any of those things without recognizing that obviously happiness is like just a moment in time it's a presence that you're not going to be happy there's never going to be a point in your life where you're like I'm happy 24 7 boom happy check figured it out right it's like you might be happy one day five minutes then something happens and then you're unhappy anyway but the reason that Coca-Cola has been really great at p- positioning this story through happiness and why it's so successful is because of that reason. Um, you know, another example of it is, and I'm just looking around to see, if, well, I guess I got my iPhone here, is Apple. Um, Apple is a really compelling story around, you know, creativity and rebellion and, and like, you know, the, he uses the word, um, I forget the word actually he uses, but... It's all about fighting the man. Obviously, Apple in some way has become the man. But at the beginning, it was a very, we were the rebels. We're anti-IBM. We're like, break the box, break the mold. Let's get creative. Let's get colorful. Let's get personalized. That's a very compelling story that a lot of people want to be in, is the Apple story. At least for me, I mean, there's even freedom in there. This like, this this idea of um, being part of this group that is, uh, you know, creative and free and all that stuff. Anyway, so bringing it back to what a brand is, if you're thinking of building a brand or if you already have one, sometimes people build brands unintentionally. They don't even know why they were successful with it or they don't even know, like, they're just having success with it. They're they're innately just living this story because maybe it's their story or... They're just really good at communicating the untapped essence of what they're selling. But the problem is with that, it's hard to replicate. So it is really good to write things down no matter where you're at with your brand um, and really figure out so that you can hone in and all of your content and all of your messaging and your logo and your colors and all that stuff can be in line with that story. And unlike people, 
where it's very important to be very nuanced and have all these different opinions. Sometimes we're very complex. Brands, less complex. Branding is more about clarity and specificity and specific differentiation, right? And, and of course, a brand can have many opinions. Like, for instance, we know that... Um, uh, <clears throat> we know that Nike stands for a lot of things. It stands for athleticism. You know, it stands for anti-bullying. It stands for um, anti-racism. It stands for... Um, you know, uh, put, you know, just greatness and, and achievement, just do it. You know, that's a transformational statement right there, right? That's their like core brand message is like, we're here to support you. We're here to encourage you. And that's what it is. That's what Nike is. It's not the shoes or any of that. It's an idea and all of their stuff tells that story and also helps sell products. So um, I'll leave this video here. Um, I'd love to know your thoughts and what you, how you see your brand um, and, and kind of, I guess, even what your favorite brands are or the first, yeah, the first brand that you were really into. I love hearing about that stuff. All right. See you in another one.